Okay, so for some reason the intro music is refusing to play, no matter how many times I hit it. So I guess uh, Mary Beth and I will just sing for you instead. <laughs> or maybe we'll sing. Ooh, that. I don't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> or we could give them a gift, a pre Christmas gift, and not sing. How about that? <laughs> I think that's great. I hope they appreciate that gift, because if not, we'll sing. <laughs> and that's that's what we should do right there. That's great. Oh, Mary Beth, it's so good to talk to you. It has been way, way too long. I know. I can't believe it. This is, I feel like it's like the uh, it's the longest we've been apart, right? Since the, it know, is since the hundred plus shows ago. My goodness, I've missed you, and I so enjoyed your pictures of your travels in Italy with your mama and everything else I guess that's happened since the last time we were live a couple of weeks ago. Gosh, has it been three weeks or two weeks or no, three weeks. It's been three weeks. It's all a blur. All of November has become a blur. <laughs> it's gone. I know, right? I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. But I am happy, happy, happy to be back and I think that this is an amazing show to come back to. I was really delighted when you texted me today and told me what was in the calendar because I'm just excited to come back with a bang, pardon the pun, because tonight we're going to be talking about sensational sex with Jamie Lee McQuivy, and she has this idea that it's God's idea, so I can't wait to hear all about that. But first, let's talk about where in the world we're at and what in the world we've been doing. I am coming to you live from the beautiful landscaped rolling hills of New Jersey. This is my last night in New Jersey, and tomorrow we will be flying south. So I'm seriously excited about some sunshine, although I'll be missing the family that I leave behind. I am really looking forward to warmer weather because it's been gray and cloudy since I got back from um, Italy, and I'm done with it. I need some sunshine. Tell me that you're experiencing some sunshine, Mary Beth. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I'm in one of my favorite places in the country in southwest Florida. Uh, We got here, my goodness, my life's been a little blurry itself. We got here, I believe, a couple days before Christmas, maybe on Tuesday. Um, We had a very eventful trip, uh, which I'll have to share with you off the air because there's so many details, Kimberly. But know that our (laughs) trip from Indiana to Florida involved two separate blowout occasions, trailer tilers on our RV. But two separate blowouts uh, on the trailer, uh, a police chase of which we were in the middle of, which was very exciting. Uh, That is very exciting. It was very exciting. Uh, The KitchenAid mixer that I always get on here and say, oh, I brought my KitchenAid mixer with me and it's no big deal, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it's not been a big deal. But what is a big deal is that before I left Florida back in the summer, I got the big fat bright idea that I was going to put it under my bed, under the bed storage, right? Because after mm-hmm. all, you know, who would think about the weight of it? And I put it under there, and I thought that was so wonderful. And one of the nights, oh, but well, let's let's preface this by saying that the night before this, every single night while we were gone, and you'll be so proud of us because we did not race to Florida. We done MSK, we went to the Coca Cola thing, we done all kinds of stuff on the way. Big road school experience. We loved it. Uh, took our time, but every single night we had an issue. Um, one night I forgot to unlock the slide and tried to put it out. That was fun. I Literally, we thought I broke the slide, but thankfully I didn't, but it was a close call. And the next night was the mixer incident, and 
as the slide was going out, because I, I was a little bit leery because of the night before, right? So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I unlocked the slide, blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to put it out, and it just didn't sound right. You know how you have that. You're like, mm, something doesn't sound right. And I'm looking at the bed, and I'm looking at the wall. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then somebody said, hey, the bed doesn't look right. It looks like it's bowing out like a rowboat. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I look. Well, guess what? The mixer of the weight of the mixer had – it really had just busted all the inside of the of the underneath the bed storage. All those, oh, you know, there was like no. a frame, and it's, all of it was. Which thank uh, thank the good Lord. I mean, really, I'm not kidding. Every single day, God had a hand in everything that happened or didn't happen. I should say, um, I was probably two seconds away from destroying our bed frame, and probably the motor of the backslide. When we I stopped and I looked, and that that mixer had gotten down. You know, first it was too heavy and it broke the bed frame underneath the storage frame, and secondly, it was on, that mixer was on top of the motor and all the wiring for the slide. So yeah, oh that is God. the kind of it was one of those trips where it just every single day it was like, really did that? I mean, really, it was nothing that was earth shattering or you know, any, not anything that was way expensive, crazy, horrible breakdown. So I'm not griping, but just every at the end of every day it was like, wow, now what? Not don't really want to say now what because you know but anyway but needless to say we had a very eventful trip down here we had some great experiences along the way that we'll be documenting over at Road Trip Teacher with some of our Kentucky and Florida State Study Guide travels and um, but yeah we are in Southwest Florida and in answer to your question a very long-winded answer I believe today it was 84 83 84 it's a very beautiful down here. Oh, now you're just teasing me, but I cannot wait. So as luck would have it, um, yeah, I'm getting down there. I'm getting down there. But tonight we made this um, crazy uh, game change in our travels, and it looks like uh, the big boys are staying in Jersey for two more weeks. They um, oh my. they weren't ready to leave, and my mother was uh, willing and father were willing to keep them. And so uh, I went online, and... I don't understand it, but right now Frontier is running $29 flights. So anyone who's yeah. tuned into Road School Moms tonight, mm-hmm. if you need to go fly somewhere, you need to go on Frontier and get yourself a $29 flight. Because, wow, now it would have been awesome if they weren't unattended minors and didn't charge an extra $110. <laughs> then it would be $66 mm-hmm. to fly them home to me. But um, but even it, it was for the price of one ticket that I was able to fly two kids, you know, one normal price ticket. Uh, and that's a lot of places, KT. KT, that's a lot of places in the country because, as luck would have it, I've got a couple different issues going on with uh, trucks for our, in our business. Mm-hmm. And I priced them some from, gosh, I can't even, I have to think about it, doesn't matter. But just know that it's not just Florida destinations. I did book a ticket for a family member for 49 bucks from Indianapolis to Fort Myers, I believe, and back. Maybe it was Tampa, I can't remember. Round trip, 49 bucks. And yeah. a couple of others, I know, I mean, there's East Coast destinations and West Coast. It's really good, good deals on it. It's flyfrontier.com. Yeah, exactly. Go there. Get good stuff. <laughs> Tell them Road School yeah, Moms right? you. Not that means that Tell any, anything. <laughs> so are you traveling? You're going to travel in the truck with the rig with just uh, the younger two and you and Chris? Two. And the Count them. Two kids. Wow. One, you don't know, you know what to do with yourself. I don't know already what to do with myself. It hasn't even started. Crazy. Um, Tony was a little upset that she wasn't going to get to stay, but 
We've been telling her all the cool things that can happen. You know, um, when you live our lifestyle, as Mary Beth knows all too well, but for our listeners who may be exploring this, we have been together as a family for six years straight, six years straight. And so when opportunities like this present themselves for my kids to have a little bit more independence and spend a little bit more time with their grandparents, we're pretty much all over it because um, we know the value of being together as a family, and we know the value of having some time away from each other as a family. So I'm really excited for them uh, to have this adventure with my parents and and to be able to spend some good one-on-one time with my littles because, you know, it's been six years of all of us, all four of us together, and all four of us, all six of us, all the four kids. Um, You've already had uh, those boys so, off. Now there's only four of you. <laughs> four of us that's it now this now we are officially a family of four now. party of four wait but, um, that's you know that's the other thing this right, summer right. when my boys right when my boys and you know it's so bad because even the girls are like man we can really get in restaurants we can get right in now it's just a party of four and all this and you know when we got back on the road and it was all of us and you know we stopped at the cracker barrel one night it was like party of six are you kidding me this took forever yeah you got to sit in that one table in the corner Exactly. That's the round table that you fit at. Exactly. It's always the same table. My kids are always like, "Is this? Have we been here before?" No, it's just the same table. It's just always this table. I have to tell you a funny story. You know how the Cracker Barrel? You know you've been in enough. When you every Cracker Barrel is identical. You go inside one, you'd have no clue where you were at in the country because they're all identical, right? You go in. All the stuff to the left is the register, and then there's the food and the blah blah blah. Well, we went into one, and I can't remember where it was on the way down here this time. And the um, the dining room was to the right, and it was the funniest thing. For I, I laughed about it because when I went in, I made the mistake, and then I watched every member of my family do the same. And it was so funny to watch the look on their faces. Two of my kids went all the way to the wall, like they kept going left. <laughs> Because they just knew that something was wrong, but they still kept going to the left. I was like, okay, that's the whole cattle effect right there. And then I started watching other people. It was so funny. Oh, that is good. Yeah. That is good. They should have a special webcam for that particular uh, crash yeah, barrel. That's good should. stuff. They probably sell a lot more crap because everyone goes that way. Probably. It's a private <laughs> I mean, good stuff. They sell ever. good stuff. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so I'm going to try to play the commercial um, from uh, two episodes ago. If you tuned in, we had an awesome talk with the creator of Audio Adventures, and um, they are our season sponsor. So let's see if this will play. That would be awesome if this would play. Nothing, right? You don't hear anything, Mary Beth. No, I don't hear anything. I can tell you how wonderful oh. Family Audio Adventures are and how they are Five-star road school mom approved. If you haven't tuned in to us before, you definitely need to check out familyaudioadventures.com. I'm sure Katie will work her magic when this uh, podcast comes out, and we'll get that commercial in there somewhere. But uh, familyaudioadventures.com is what she's talking about, and they are our season sponsor this year. And a lot of misconceptions. I know, Katie, you say it best when you say it's – I know you all think it's an audio book, but it's everything. It's nothing like an audio book. That's not what Family Audio Adventures are. It's a wonderful – a story that is all, um, it is audio, it is an audio story, but it's um, much different than what you expect it to be. And uh, yeah, I love totally their tagline. Produced. It makes, yeah, totally makes family drive time, family fun and adventure time. I love that because that's exactly what it does for us. So check it out. 
Right, and use the promo code ROAD for uh, special savings from the Road School Moms. But I'm going to try one more time, Mary Beth. I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah, it should be playing now. <laughs> no, I, I don't hear know it in my head. Yeah, I know. It sounds great. It's awesome. Well, you know, our our um, our the Ultimate Radio Show Network that we are blessed to be a part of, Felice Gerwitz and her wonderful staff, um, they've made some great uh, upgrades and changes to the server even while you've been gone, KT. So it might be something to do with that. Um, but I know that they've done some things to make the server faster and to produce, you know, be able to produce more downloads quicker. And they've added tons of new shows and new episodes. And um, if you are new to Road School Moms, you should definitely check out our host, which again is ultimateradioshow.com. You can view our network and all the wonderful shows that are available just like ours for free, downloadable for replays on iTunes. Lots and lots of great homeschool resources. That is so true. Okay, so, you know, one of the big questions, like the $64 million question that comes up when uh, people decide to go full-time on the road with their family is how do you have um, private time with your spouse while your kids are within the same 350 square feet? And, you know, it is a valid question. Obviously, it, it there are ways because there are plenty of families on the road and there are always new babies on the road, too. So I have this sneaking <laughs> suspicion that seems to be working out. But I'm really excited tonight to bring on our um, guest, Jamie Lee McClivy. She's an author. She's a full-time road schooling mama to three beautiful boys. And uh, she is also a God-centered sex coach. I think I'm saying that right. Jamie Lee, correct me. What is it you call yourself? You're right. I call myself a God-centered sex coach. Perfect. Welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. You know, this brings us to the food. We were we were going to do this right before. If you miss this, we'll refer to it probably a couple times. Uh, this show was scheduled for way back last fall, so we've been anxiously anticipating this ever since KT and uh, had this scheduled, and she had an accident in her rig, and Dominic broke his knee for heaven's sakes. And so Jamie Lee's been so uh, gracious about standing by and being able to come back on this show that we had an opening for. Oh, I'm yeah, I, I'm more than happy to oblige. Thank you so much. So, Jamie Lee, um, tell our listeners how you fit into the community of full-time traveling families and what it is you do. Okay. How I did you say how I fit into them? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, well, we've been traveling for um, a year now. We we moved back from China and decided we weren't done traveling, so we decided to take it on the road. Um, and on the road. I coach. I have my own coaching business, and I coach God-centered sensational sex for um, women, married women who are Christian who who need to um, rekindle things and may have some blocks. So that's kind of what I do. So let, I'm just jumping right in here. I'm just going to jump right in. So tell me, Jamie Lee, why is God-centered sex so important? Well, yeah. I, over the course of coaching and my own personal experience, I've come to understand how truly important sexual intimacy is to couples. Um, 
oftentimes as women, we are raised with the no, 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 sex is bad mentality, especially as Christians, that we should stay away from it. And then we get married and suddenly it's a yes, yes, yes. And there's no, there's no um, education of how to get from one to the other. And it tends to be a source of contention between husbands and wives. Hmm. Okay. So uh, to continue with the pace of just going right into it. So um, you're, you wrote a book saying sensational sex is God's idea, right? Yes. Okay. Expand on that for us. What does that mean? Okay. That means that our bodies are designed to enjoy sexual pleasure between a man and a wife. And that when you bring God into it, um, it, it creates this relationship with such a strong foundation. And for me, I believe that making sure that we have a relationship that's spiritual can make for a stronger relationship with our husbands. And so that's kind of where I come from is that this is something that that God wanted for us to enjoy. He He designed our bodies to respond to, and our spirits and and our relationships to grow in that area. So tell, then, I mean, I know it's an expansion on what you just said, but tell us exactly what does God actually say in the Bible about sex and its proper use? Oh, goodness. So in my book, I have um, lots of quotes, but um, I'm trying to bring up one because I don't want to uh, misquote it. But they talk about a lot about in the Bible about our bodies were first of all designed by God. And then there's throughout it talks about how important it is for the relationship of a man and a woman to be fruitful and to multiply, to become one flesh, to cleave unto each other. Um and to make sure that the marriage bed remains undefiled. And then it goes on to share stories, um um, Song of Solomon about the beauty of being sexually attracted to each other and to really use our bodies as a as a tool for communication for growth. So those are just some of the scriptures. I I there's many <laughs> that come up in this. Well, that's this that's topic. very encouraging. Um, as far as um, uh, women and men who are experiencing issues in their marriage that then, of course, uh, spill into their sexual life. Where do you start? Well, um, as a coach, what, what I usually do is when we first start is to find out where the blocks are. There's there's lots of blocks that, um, that people come up against, uh, especially women, and that's who I usually am coaching most of all. But there's, there's, as we grow up and there's so many ideas that are negative, we kind of have to define which one, which model that you're following after. So, for example, those who think sex is dirty. So that's a huge block when you're married. And a lot of women, they mentally will say sex is wonderful, but physically they feel dirty when they do it. They've been told for so long that it's not okay and for a lot of women and I deal a lot with this in my in my coaching 
um, those who have had negative sexual experiences before and or um, sexual abuse and rape. And so I deal a lot with uh, trauma and PTSD from those situations. So we can, so they can move on and start to enjoy it. It's a mental block as well as a physical one. And so that's, we, we first have to identify before we can move on. That makes a lot of sense. So I'll just tell you that um, I've been waiting to ask this question since our first show that you were going to have because I went on your website and I was surfing around and reading your wonderful blog and reading about you and all the things that you've done and written about. And um, so I came across the thing about Satan's panties. Can you tell us about that? Well, yes. So there's a... There, I wrote a blog about um, Satan's panties, and, and it came from the movie um, uh, Miss Congeniality, where she wanted, uh, one of the girls wanted to buy a red pair of underwear, and her mother called them Satan's panties. And one of the things that, um, and I deal, I, I coach mostly Christian women, is that we get this idea that being sexy and sexual is Satan's way. It's something that's dirty. It's something that's wrong. We shouldn't want to do it. We hide our bodies. Um, and that's, and we should have modesty. However, within the marriage um, bedroom, if you will, that being able to, to be sexy, to be, to be really free with our sexuality with our husband is, I believe, is paramount to stop hiding behind um, feeling shame and feeling guilt instead of feeling feeling beautiful, feeling excited, feeling like we want to um, ignite that passion. And so that I wrote that for, for that to take away that shame and that guilt. So, you know, put on a little something that makes you feel pretty and sexy. And, and that's different to, for everyone. You know, I mean, I'm talking even something just a, a long, silky nightgown can make you feel that way. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that makes you feel incredibly uncomfortable. I think that's awesome. I think that's a, I think that the way that you word that and allow for um, your, obviously the women you coach and the women who are listening to, to find in that spectrum what makes them feel sexy. Because, that, you know, we're told so many times through media and catalogs, uh, what sexy looks like, but you know, I personally feel like sexy is confidence, and whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel good and confident, you look sexy in. So I think that's great that you um, help encourage women <clears throat> to to not have to, you know, feel like they have to go put on that Victoria's Secret absolute skimpiness, uh, which might not make a lot of women feel comfortable. It might might make them feel uncomfortable, and then by that nature, they become unsexy. <laughs> And, and yeah. it becomes a bad experience for them. Absolutely. And we talk about some people like the feel of things. So if if silky versus satiny versus cottony versus, you know, that um, that material that is like really like soft slipper socks, each one is how we feel when we approach it. How, we, you know, like just like you said, you know, some people aren't – Comfortable showing a lot of skin, but that's not necessary to feel sexy. You know, feeling sexy can be, honestly, in your husband's T-shirt. That can be sexy, and that can be incredibly sexy for him, you know. But but being able to kind of explore what makes you feel pretty. And because for men, 
sex is a reaction. For women, it's a decision. And so to help you make that decision, you need to start feeling good about yourself, feeling good in your own body. And that's where that came from. I love that. Let's expand on that more. You said for men it's reaction, for women it's a decision. Let, go ahead and, and expand on that so that we can get a better understanding because I, I resonate with that, but I want to go deeper on that one. Okay, so with my clients, what we talk about often is that for men, the sex is reactionary. You know, they can see something and be turned on. You can literally, like, walk by the kitchen and, you know, rub your hand down their back, and they're ready to go. Um, for women, it's a decision. It we actually, actually, it takes almost it's 28 minutes for a woman to change her mind. So to go from mom mode to wife mode or from work mode to wife mode actually takes time. It takes planning. And what I find most often, which breaks my heart, but I've been there, is that so many women think because they're not reactionary, they're broken. You know, that they're, they don't get turned on, that they don't want it, that they blah, blah, blah. And that's not true once you learn to go through the steps and learn how to change your mind. The first thing you need is time, and then you need to learn how your body works, and your husband needs to know how your body works to make that um, connection. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense to me that I could almost cry right now hearing it. <laughs> Quite <Yeah>. honestly, <laughs> that makes so much sense because, you know, I will walk into the bedroom after doing 25 things to get the kids ready for bed and read the story and blah, 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 and put away the dishes and blah, 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 blah. And I walk into the bedroom and I'm not ready. And I didn't Mm-mm. realize that if I gave myself some time that that would be a, a better outcome. Yes, my husband and I have something that I suggest that all couples do is we have a key word. So in the morning, if he knows he's going to want to have sex that night, then he just says, heads up. So for me, that means that means if I have to shave, I shave. If that means I have to take a nap or prepare dinner early or whatever it means, it gives me that time. So as soon as he... As soon as he knows. So sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's like two hours before. But I said, the more you give me time, the more, because when a woman says no, it's really not now. It can be changed, but you have to give me time. You can't just say, hey, you want it? Because my answer is (laughs) no, you know. And so being able to, to learn to do that and give yourself some space. That is so interesting. I had never thought about it that way. Because, you know, that's probably why for me, I'll just tell you, like, to be just point blank honest, that Kimberly, because this is the difference between you and I, you know, when you get to that point, like, you walk in the bedroom or whatever, and, you you know, you're not ready or whatever, I know the way you handle things with your, the way you say things, and I'm the complete opposite. Like, I get mad. Like, I'm mad. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you not know what kind of day that I've just had, and are you kidding me? You know, and so and I so I have trouble getting over the mad spell. So maybe I I, I need to take a little time. <laughs> well, yeah, and taking that time because also what oftentimes and I don't know if this is true with you, is that um, women get generally angry because they also feel guilt associated. 
So they feel like, mm-hmm. really, one more thing I have to do, and now he's going to get mm-hmm. upset because, and I'm ignoring him because, and I should be able to, and we get all the, the emotions wrapped up in it, rather than if he said, possibly if he said something like, honey, I would like to make love with you tonight, could we do that in about an hour? You might react differently and be like, you know, I'm going to go take a shower, or, you know what, I need to just sit here and be by myself for 20 minutes or whatever it is to help you cross from being that frantic, having a million things going on, to actually being present with your husband. And that's another thing I I love to teach and coach with is there's a difference between doing it to get it done and actually being present and enjoying your sex life. That is so – I love that. Right. I mean, that that's, and we even talk about that. I mean, I know we're not talking about road school tonight, but we, we, KT, we preach that all the time about being present in your homeschool. So it makes complete sense. You got to be pre- present with your kids. You have to be present in your homeschool and you have to be present with your husband. Right. I mean, that makes perfect sense. It sure does to me, Mary Beth. Okay. So uh, let's go. Um, because you are a full-time RVing mama and because you are a God-centered sex coach, let's um, talk about, let's dispel the qualms about going full-time and that being the end of your sex life. What advice (laughs) do you have to share for women and men who are contemplating this situation and currently live in a big house and can't imagine how this is going to work? Okay. So the first thing I would say, if you don't already have an RV, or a trailer is get one that's conducive to this life, to being able to have sex. So for me, it was a deal breaker for me if it, if our bedrooms were right next door to each other. So I have my room in the front and the boys' room in the back. And so that was really important to me to create that space. Um, and that may or may not be the case of some um, people who already own an RV. The other thing is, is, it's so important to date your spouse. So important because because you need that space away from the kids, away from responsibility, and so and that gets you in the mood to have sex and to really enjoy your partner. And so then I also tell people, you know what, get creative because so many people think that they have to have sex, you know, on Tuesday nights at eight. And I mean, there's times. You know, you can, uh, we send the kids out or we we um, do it at odd hours or um, get creative and do it in other places. There's lots of creative ways if you're willing to take the time and make it a priority. Hmm. Seems like a lot of planning and a lot of time is involved, and that's probably something that we think we don't have, an, uh, like that we don't have a lot of. So that comes down to perception, right? Like, and I read this on your website too that, um, you know, change your perception, and you'll change your mm-hmm. reality. And so is that what is that what we're talking about here? It really is because at this point, when women first start this journey, the sex is actually a chore. So it's one more thing we have to do. Um, and so it can seem like, oh, this planning is crazy and, you know, I'll, I can't even make room for it now. What is that going to be in, you know, six months or when I'm on the road? But when you shift that perception, you actually start to engage in your 
um, sexual part of your marriage, it actually becomes more of an exciting game, if you will. Like, how are we going to do this? You know, where are we going to do this? And it becomes something fun rather than a burden. And that's what I really try to coach, is it, especially for women, is getting out of their heads and really start enjoying the process. So it isn't a destination. It's it's time that you set aside, just like you would for anything else, making sure that you have the time to really enjoy yourself. And, you know, I, I even suggest putting music on so kids can't hear. Put a movie on, make sure it's loud, put some music on, whatever. And and that doesn't even mean just while you're having sex, but just even spending time together, touching each other, laughing and and doing all that. Because one of the things that we can fall into, especially being on the road and especially being in such a small space, is that the family's together all the time in its entirety. And honestly, as couples, we need that time away, even if it's going on walks together, going on dates, spending time in our rooms, just just talking and re recapturing why we fell in love. Absolutely. I love that. Um, I, wa- I want to e- explore one more area where it comes to kids, RVs, and, and sex. Um, when there was a circumstance that arose where Dominic became a situation, and I had to go sit down with him and say, you know, um, God gave us this gift as married couples to give to one another, and this is a good thing. Do you suggest that families with kids that this would be an appropriate conversation to have, have that conversation with them as keeping I'm Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in talking about sex with our children like we talk about school, like we talk about finances, like we talk about anything because we need to take the shame, take the guilt, take the wariness out of it and really start to I hope that every couple is having sex and amazing sex. So let's stop pretending that we're not and start talking about how we could make it a healthy and encouraging situation for my kids. So I have kids, I have a 12, 14 and 16 year old. They know that their dad and I have sex and quite often so, and sometimes, so I shut my door, and my door has always just been off. If that door shut, you don't even knock. You don't even knock. Because either we're having a really important conversation or we're doing something that you don't want to be a part of. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, so I think it, I personally believe that like, they they become really disinterested in it when you talk about it and they're, I, I make sure that my kids know a lot about sex. They could probably tell you more than most adults know, um, not according to their age level, but kind of take that, um, you know, like when we talk about drugs, then they don't feel like they have to go try them. You just kind of keep the conversation open. The conversation's always open in my house. And so I found for us that that, that works perfectly because there's there's no shame in it. There's no guilt there. It's a perfectly normal part of our our lives. Does that make sense? You know, speaking, it does. It does. And, you know, I just, that brings me to the thought of, um, and I haven't really explored this, but 
um, I'm trying to think of the name of this website. I talk about it a lot. It's uh, ironically, it's where my kiddos are taking that astrology. Um, Intoxicated on life is the is the website. But they, um, I just read a whole um, resource that they have. Um, you know, it's all creation based, and it's and it's basically how to talk to your kids about sex. And it's a you know, it's like a sex ed book. Um, that he wrote, and I believe that their boys are older. Their their boys and their family are the oldest ones as well. So that's a resource we can put in tonight's show notes. Do you have any other um, resources, Jamie Lee, that you could would refer someone to if they're looking into that for their kiddos? Um, you know, I just um, I had a, a book. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, there's, there are books on how to talk to your children about sex, and I would just say probably any of them. I would probably lean toward, if you're a Christian, going towards the Christian one because they give more of an explanation of to, as to why um, we do certain things uh, and why we view things certain ways. Um, but, yeah, I, I really do think that education is key here and making sure that, our, that we're answering our children's questions. Because there's 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 a lot of mixed messages that go on, especially in the media. Absolutely, I can I second that a million times. Um, uh, I want to add that one of the curriculums that Chris used with Dominic was uh, Passport to Purity, which is a book and also a kit, and it also encourages the same-sex spouse, the same-sex parent, to take the child in question on a special two-night away from home adventure um and i didn't do it so i think it's the greatest thing ever (laughs) yeah and uh it was uh, uncomfortable at times but i think that it laid a really great foundation for um dominic and i'm looking forward to to doing it with um the other kids as it becomes age appropriate for them i love how you said right there that it was uncomfortable at times because it's usually the projection of our discomfort that makes things uncomfortable. And so that's another thing I, I really coach with women is becoming absolutely comfortable with it so we don't project that discomfort onto our kids. Because, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, this comes from experience. Holy cow. I used to not be able to say the word nipple out loud, you know, and here I am <laughs> talking about sex all the time. <laughs> but... But I really had to get comfortable with it because I realized I wasn't comfortable with my body and even saying the body parts. And I really had to make that shift where now I can, you know, talk to anybody and on radio shows and and shows like this and I've been on TV with it, you know, this topic because I really, really, truly believe that when when we realize that sensational sex was God's idea, and then we are completely confident in our sexuality and in our relationship with our husband, then we stop whispering about it and we're able to talk about it and grow and learn. Well, I love that. And, again, you know, uncomfortable, that's a word that I would say that I would use when talking about anything that we've talked about. And to be honest with you, I remember when you had when we had this uh, scheduled for that first night, and I'll just tell you, I was so relieved that night because I had worked myself all up about what I was even going to say and what questions I was going to ask. And, oh, my gosh. And I don't know. I know that, Jamie Lee, you and I haven't met. But any time that we do something like this, 
like Kimberly Katie, she's the one, she's like pulls up her chair and she's like all into it and she's ready to go and she's whatever. And I'm always a skeptic. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever. What you've got us into now, Kim. But, um, so, but you, you've really made it so, um, it just makes so much sense listening to you say it this way, you know, the way that you've, that you've laid it all out. And honestly, um, you know, if you're not comfortable in your own skin, then, you know, that's probably the first step. But, um, you know, I can totally see how being uncomfortable talking about it with your spouse is an issue. And, um, you know, you can't be uncomfortable talking about it with your kiddos. Or if you, you can be uncomfortable, but you have to somehow get over it because you want them to feel like they can talk about anything with you. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, and you I want like them to be getting the information from you, not from some less reliable resource, <laughs> you know. So, and I remember feeling that way with my mom. My mom was very open. She was a midwife. And I remember asking her questions, and she never blinked an eye. She just answered my questions. And um, I talked to her, uh, it was a couple months ago, and she goes, oh, Jamie, I was so uncomfortable, but I didn't want you to know. And I was like, I am so glad that she didn't, you know, that she bridged that gap for me to where it was, it was kind of a, like, I knew I could talk to my mom about it. I knew I could ask questions without her, you know, uh, reacting um, in a way that made me feel uncomfortable. Well, I just, I just love this. And I loved um, how candid you are and how encouraging you are for women. And I would love for our listeners to know how to learn more about you and find the resources that you can provide for them. All right. Well, they can visit my website at jamieleemcquivy.com, and I have my book available there or on Amazon called Sensational Sex Was God's Idea. And if they're interested in coaching, um, getting some coaching, then on my website they can send me a message and we can set up a time to talk and see exactly what people are looking for and if it's um if it's a good fit between the two of us. Well, Jamie, you have been a true pleasure to have on and thank you again for your patience and for your ability to reschedule with us because this has been a, such a valuable show for I know myself and Mary Beth and our listeners. So, I'm really excited to have talked to you about this and I look forward to seeing you down the road. I know you're going to be coming to the family reunion. So, Mary Beth, you'll meet her there. Oh, oh yay. Awesome. We'll be great. <laughs> yep. Well, thank Can't you for having you. me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so Perfect. much. Thank you, and see you down okay. the road. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I love that show, Mary Beth. You know, so many of these shows we do, I think I'm a broken record after I I'm always like, oh, wasn't that great? I learned so much. So many nuggets. Blah, blah, blah. I always say the same thing. But it's true. Like, these shows change me. These hundred shows that we have done together literally change who I am, change the fiber of me. I really do hope that um, some of this is taken away from our listeners. I want to tell you, not a day goes by that I don't think about that show with Heather 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 Liedebuer. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that right. Um, uh, the one where she said, you know, um, God's going to mold me into who I, uh, he needs me to be. And it's not always going to be pleasant, but I've decided not to fight him and just to surrender on that. Um, And as we both know, she was talking about um, the loss of her infant. 
So, um, I, I, that, like, that rings in my ears every day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. That was a really good show, and she had a really good message. And so many things that she said, which, just like tonight, so many things that Jamie Lee said, even though it was very specific to what we were talking about, it really does, you know, kind of leak over into other areas of your life. And so what wonderful words to take with you. And knowing that I need 28 minutes or at least some time to be able to change gears is, is again, life-changing to me. Knowing that about myself now, I can move forward and not be so exasperated in my changing of gears, you know? I can I can now yeah. give myself that time to, and know ahead of time. It was like um, it was like when Latoya Edwards. Uh, no, I'm saying that wrong too. But Latoya was on with us for that um, single mom homeschooling mom show mm-hmm. and told us right. balance is an illusion. Like at, mm-hmm. at that minute when she said those words, balance is an illusion. Boom. My life changed. I no longer tried to seek after this crazy balance that was never, ever going to come. And when she taught us how to identify the triggers of why moms have temper tantrums, I do that every day. I literally do. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting anxious and crabby. What's wrong? Am I hungry? Do I have to go to the bathroom? Like, I do that, that, that status check um, because of what she told us. I'm just so blown away with um, our guests, what they share, and uh how they weave themselves into the fabric of these Red School Moms community. I'm just so thankful right now. I know. I am, too. I was thinking that um, when we were first, uh, when I was sitting down tonight thinking about this show, and because, again, I was seriously apprehensive about it, um, but so thankful that we had it on the schedule and so thankful that um, we had her on because it was a wonderful show. But um, I was just thinking about the wonderful guests and the wonderful messages and um, I don't know just how blessed we are to have come across the people that we've came across and the places that we've been and I don't know I'm just I I feel really blessed really blessed to be a part of it I do too I really do feel like God's hand God's hand has been on the show is on the show and um, brings the listeners and the guests together and lets you and I be on this wild ride together it's just it's just so wonderful. It's such an encouraging thing to be a part of, and I just am so thankful, really, truly. you got to know that the ones that have been with us since the beginning have to shake their heads sometimes and be like, oh, gosh, what are they talking about now? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> that must be the truth. Okay, so I'm going to try to play this commercial again. It, it might be a fake commercial. You might I don't know. It's just not. Let's see. Let's see. Without any more drum roll. And nothing. Oh, this is so frustrating. (laughs) We'll work it out. You'll work it out. You're like the magic behind the scenes, whatever, magician. Oh, don't oversell it, Mary Beth. Don't oversell it. Um, Wait, I think I can play it this way. Um, But uh, thank God for Audio Adventures and their sponsorship of this uh, series, this uh, season of Road School Moms. Um, They have made all of these shows possible. If you didn't tune in to our um, show with the creator, Bill Hyde, then you're really missing out because uh, he also left us with a whole bunch of nuggets about communication and then the state or lack thereof of communication in our world uh, at this period of history, 
and um, and ways and tools that you can incorporate um, this this uh, methodology into your road school. Super easy. Just click play. That's all you got to do. And um, uh, that was an awesome show. I really loved that show. I love all the shows. I really can't say there's ever been a show that I haven't liked. <laughs> We're not going to let you rate the shows because you'd have too many ties. You know, if uh, and I know we're going to talk about this in a minute, but if you're coming to the rally in Tally in February, um, I have already started gathering my road school resources. I've got all kinds of information to bring with me. I can't wait to share with our road school mamas up there in Tallahassee in February uh, for the FTF rally. And I can tell you that I am going to bring with me um, – one of our favorite family audio adventures, speaking of that. And um, we're going to share a sneak peek of that. So if you're unsure about it or you haven't made the leap, uh, we're going to play that uh, play a part of it anyway for you and your kiddos um, at some point during that weekend so that you can see how wonderfully they can really add to your, to your road school day. Oh, I love that. That's such a great idea because I, it is a, a non-concrete um, topic and uh, idea this audio adventures you know back uh, back in the day of radio and no TV uh, all of radio was an audio adventure but we've since migrated away from that with television and film and what have you so um, so this is a new concept to a lot of uh, road school moms okay so I've got another way to play the commercial so I'm going to play it hold on one second you're looking for great audio, the whole family can listen to while on the road, you're going to love this. There's a new audio adventure series available that tells great stories from Christian history, and it's designed to build character, courage, and imagination in your kids. Here's the story. Some of the folks that used to be part of Adventures in Odyssey have created this new series to help families not only enjoy Christian history, but to really go deep into our Christian heritage. The production values are outstanding, and it definitely gets five stars from the Road School Moms crew. It's a great way to turn ordinary drive time into family fun and adventure time. Go to FamilyAudioAdventures.com to learn more. That's FamilyAudioAdventures.com. Be sure to use coupon code ROAD at the shopping cart so you can get it for just half price. That's FamilyAudioAdventures.com. Oh, I outsmarted the uh, the thing there. Hey, oh no! Stop. Let's <laughs> <laughs> And we tried, tried to get back on me, but I'm still so funny. In the, in the audio you know, thing. one thing I'll say about about family audio adventures, and it just it dawned on me when you just said that. You know, back in the day when that was, I mean, like I, I immediately I think about the Waltons. Um, which was one of my favorite shows when I was little, uh, you know, they would all sit around the radio and they would listen to the news or whatever, what have you. Um, but you know what Family Audio Adventures does for our family, um, and that's why I love it. it, it it's not an audio book. It really isn't. Um, but, you know, you can watch a TV show together, and that's fine because, you know, you, you know, you've got the visual plus the audio and all that thing going on. But when you listen to Audio Adventures, what that does is, it opens up the discussion because everyone hears things a different way and, you know, it's all about the story and there's a lot of imagination that goes on in the process and a lot of deduction and what's going to happen or what did happen or the process of, you know, things that happened during the, the story. Um, 
And it really leads to a lot of discussion between our family members, and that's what I love the most about Family Audio Adventures. I love that. I really love that. I'm so excited um, for that preview that you're going to be having at the Rally at Tally. Uh, if you don't have your spot yet, you can get it because um, even though we have 100 spots for this, it's actually we're selling out. So go to fulltimefamilies.com and click on Upcoming Events, and there you'll be able to uh, secure your reservation for your spot there. And um, I've loaded up a whole bunch of frequently asked questions um, that I've been setting aside and, and um, cultivating for the last six years of what first-time ralliers ask. So if you are a first-time rallier, there's a whole litany of questions there that have answers for you to um, see what it is like to attend a rally. I can tell you it's, it's a lot of fun, and uh, you'll be missing out if you're not there. So make your plans to right. join us. I can't wait. I am planning plans already. Can you believe I'm already planning? Can you believe I actually already have my reservation and I'm all planned up? You know, I'm like know. the worst on your list of procrastinators, but I'm, my kiddos are already have it hardly the, the worst. Right? Hardly <laughs> the worst, but I am excited that you already have your plan, but it's good, good stuff. Do you have a date? Do you have a date for the Legoland thing yet? The Legoland field trip, or is that still? In the works. Oh, I do, I do, I do, I do. What is it? Um, I believe it's after the rally. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. I believe, well, this is the rally. I believe it was February 10th um, was what they voted on at the full-time family members only um, Facebook group. And uh, what Mary Beth is talking about is the annual, this will be the fifth annual, I think, um, FTF Road School field trip to Legoland, Florida, where uh, Legoland um, extends an amazing rate to us. It usually costs my family less than one um, retail ticket to attend, my whole family of six. Um, and uh, we all go and explore Legoland together, and it's a lot of fun. So. Um, if you are interested in joining us for that, then you can look on, again, fulltimefamilies.com, upcoming um, upcoming events, and pretty soon we'll have the registration up for that. Oh, and another super exciting thing, Mary Beth, I didn't get to tell you yet, but we are having a special event, a special FTF event for solo parents uh, in Tucson in April. Uh, we've secured a great um campground that is also owned by an FTF family, by the way, um, and uh, a great rate, and we have very limited number of spots for FTF solo parent travelers because, you know, the, those parents, they are so brave, and I know that you've experienced this firsthand because there have been times where you have yep. been on your own with your rig, and yep. you know all about it, right? And so I'm really excited for them to have that event, connect with each other, and be able to provide support, fellowship, um, and encouragement to one another. So that uh, information will be coming out this week. Super exciting. Yep. 
I actually, there's a, you know, and if you don't know this, there, um, our full-time families group, um, there's so many different full-time families group on, some, you know, throughout social media, but specifically on Facebook. There's the full-time families group, which is, my goodness, KT is now like 15,000 members strong um, on that, that open site or that open group. There's also full-time families members, right? So if you actually have a membership um, to FTF, then you're in that group. The solo moms have a group, and I'll have to tell you that I'm a member of that group. Um, as KT said, I, you know, there's been times over our traveling when, um, not necessarily by choice, I was a solo mom, for, you know, for a while. My husband works um, away from what we do, and so a lot of times he's gone, and I had to learn how to drive the rig and all that stuff by myself, and you know, went through some months of craziness. But uh, that solo group for mamas is a great group, and I actually did see the STF rally on that group this week, uh, the announcement for that. So. Um, if you have uh, maybe a non-traditional, you know, there's, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess I'm just trying to say there's a lot of STF groups other than the main one that can really um, be a great resource for you. There's, I know there's a special needs um, group out there. There's, um, I think there's one for large families, right, KT? There's um, a few of them that are specific to um, the Orlando uh, Thousand Trails campground. There's just a lot of great uh, FTF group resources on Facebook. So if you have questions about that, shoot Kimberly an email over at Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com and I'm sure she'll point you in the right direction. Absolutely. That's absolutely true, Mary Beth. Okay, well, um, that's a wrap for me tonight. I thought this was a great show. I It was so wonderful to hear your voice. It's been much too long. Let's not do that again. Let's just let's no, be back let's here not. 9 p.m. next Sunday night. That sounds like a winner to me. So we'll be right here, 9 p.m. Eastern time next Sunday night, same time, same place. Um, if you want to check out our schedule over at roadschoolmoms.com, we'll have the show notes on there for the next several shows. It'll take us to the end of the year. And until then, safe travels and God bless. And now I'm going to pretend to pray, play the outro, which will not play. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it because then I know you okay. have all this editing to do. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks so much. It's been fun. See you next week. <laughs>